0: Lord Jesus. We have read uh, many accounts of what the angel of the Lord, or what it is that happened around that particular time when the Savior came. And as the Word of God, one of the songs that has been sung up there, it declares that, you know, imagine, think of him. Or think of that small child so far away from home, in a foreign place in a dark place he is light he is the source of light itself and he's come so far away from that place of light into a dark 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 world alone and imagine when he says he came to his own and his own received him not they didn't even recognize Him." They thought it's just a small, small thing down there uh, somewhere. They didn't even have a room for him. He found himself with a kettle, you know, right there with the animals. They are the only ones that could give him some space because man and woman had no space for him. He came to his own, his own did not receive him. And yet, there's some wonderful words that we hear, and that's why we, we, we share this morning. As we celebrate and as we remember the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, these words have been so much upon my heart. What Mary says in chapter, uh, Luke chapter 1 and verse 38. We've read the uh, beginning, so we know the story, how it comes to where what Mary says now in Luke chapter 1 verse 38. And she declares and says, Then Mary said, Behold the maid servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. With a big message that the angel had come to bring unto this lady, this young girl. It's like the angel awaits to hear those particular wonderful words. Those words to come from us. come from one who recognizes and one who is ready to receive him into his or her arena so that his plan may be able to the wheels of his plan may start to roll and may start to turn and she says those wonderful words behold the maid servant of the Lord let it be unto me according to your word realize the arrival of jesus into our arena or in the sphere of men and women it came on the back of mary's acceptance speech if she had not accepted he wouldn't have come i want you to imagine just imagine that we know he is the god of the whole universe but He waits for the door to be opened for him so that he may be able to step into the arena and do something about the situation that concerns us or whatever it is that concerns each one of us individually and here he comes into the arena of mankind the whole earth as a whole if anything it is the whole universe the whole physical universe as we know it and the fate of the whole world lies on the acceptance speech of one little girl, one unknown girl somewhere in, you know, in Israel. The father awaits those particular words as the angel has proclaimed the Lord's word that, that the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you shall conceive. But it has not happened as yet. It is until she says, Let it be unto me according to your word. And the angel says my mission is done he returns back home because he knows the word will not return back forward and today as we remember jesus i want you to look at yourself as i look at myself realize that mary b- b- portrays a complete surrender of her will so that his will may be done is an, an indicator of the nature of the god in whom we believe and we trust that until you and i completely surrender and give him the right to do it there is no way he's gonna do it regardless of all his power and of all his might a complete surrender of her will meant that now his will could could be done And as I looked at those particular words, this came to my heart that, you know, Mary lays a marker for all future generations that if we desire the visitation of God, it will always come on His terms, not on our terms. Let it be unto me according to your word. And in whatsoever place we may be, let that ring and reverberate into each one of our spirits if god is ever gonna intervene or step in your arena or in your situation it is not based on the fact that i have commanded that it be so it is because it is his will not what i will but his will be done in the name of the lord jesus christ i want just briefly Take a brief look and look back at the beginning because these two stories, they tie together. When we look at the first Adam, when the first Adam arrived on the face of the earth, realize that after God creating the masterpiece that we now call earth, the beauty that we behold, it would appear he wanted that beauty to be maintained. He wanted it to be tended so that it remains beautiful and it remains the way that he had made it or it continues to become more and more beautiful as it is, you know, looked after by someone. And, you know, ask yourself, you realize that who else is able to maintain and order the wonderful masterpiece that God has made apart from himself? Because nobody really knows the mind of God And nobody knows his ways Just as he says, my ways are as high as the heavens are above the earth Yet he creates earth And he places a man on earth And he tells him, Tend, in a, take care of this one It's only God who is able to take care of that which is his And realize because he is the center He is the core of all existence whether we look at the physical he is the center whether we look at the metaphysical he is the center when I talk about the metaphysical I'm talking of the the area of our our emotions our mental our psychic areas you know the areas of our lives which we maybe cannot we we, we only talk about them we can't touch them physically he is still the center of our metaphysical existence and then go now beyond the metaphysical enter into the spiritual he is still the core Center of it all. He is the one who holds everything in place. He holds everything in balance. That is, as long as he is present, everything will be in held in, 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 in balance. And no wonder we say the Isaiah comes and say he tells us unto us a son is born. And to us, a a child is born, a son is given. You know, all these particular words, wonderful words, and he says, he calls his name wonderful. He will only be wonderful if his will is done. And he will only be the counselor if at all his counsel is accepted, that is, his will is done. He is only the mighty God, if at all his will is done, then he is mighty because whatever it is, he says goes, not any other individuals, only his purpose says go. He is the everlasting father because only his will is done. He is the, the, the one who sustains, he is the center of everything as, as it goes, and thus, in other words, we'll say it's like God wanted to a- extend His kingdom in His kingdom into the physical realm, and we know His standard. The standard is what Jesus tells us when he speaks to us in his prayer. As we we move on looking at this aspect, not according to me, but he says, let let it be unto me according to your word. Jesus tells us the standard of that kingdom of the Father, that even as he did it at Adam's place, when Adam came, He comes and He repeats a similar thing even in our time because you realize Jesus says when you pray, pray this way. It's like He's giving them a secret. If you want to see His hand, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. He again reveals unto us the secret of getting God at work in any particular place, in any particular arena. Let it be unto me according to your word. That will remain the marker for all generations and for all times. It will not change. So if I and you want to see him at work in us, let it continually remain that same, same, same aspect. Let it be unto me according to your word. Remember what he says in Hebrews chapter one verse two and three. As the Son comes, He says, "Has it?" Uh, he, he, uh, he says, "Him, that is the Father has in these last days spoken to us by His Son, whom He has appointed as heir of all things, through whom also He made the worlds." Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power when he had by himself purged our sins he sat at the right hand of majesty now notice one thing he upholds all things by the power of his word he remains the center there is nothing that will be able to have its place unless he remains the center and then look at what he says in Psalms 119, verse 105. There are scriptures you know. He says, your word is a lamp and a light. What, are we, what is the Lord trying to teach us as he tells us this? First and foremost, I want you to notice, as we look back to Adam before we come to the second Adam, the Lord Jesus Christ, realize Adam was actually God in the flesh. If I told you, sit back and look, you'll discover something. Adam was actually God in the flesh. Why do I say that? I say that because when he was made in the physical form, he lay there as a, 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 just as a dead thing. You know, It was motionless. There was no life in it at all. What made that body to become alive was the undefiled, pure, original spirit of God was breathed into that particular body. Meaning, the person who rose up and was walking up and down Aden was actually God at work on the inside of this particular physical flesh. Man was the manifestation of God, just as he said, let us create man in our own image. So male and female, he made them in his own image. Meaning, God is like he extended his spirit in his own mysterious way, into mankind so that man could be able to be. And now as the psalmist says there that, you know, his word is a light and a lamp. It means the word that Adam spoke, any word that Adam spoke before the fall, it was the word of God. Because it is the spirit of God which was in him. Man knew nothing. If there's anything man he was a dead, dead dodo somewhere there on the ground. But when the spirit of the Lord is placed in him, he is able to speak. So what does he speak? He does not speak what is his own. He does not speak what he has manufactured. He speaks actually what God is speaking. No wonder Jesus later on says, the son can only speak what he hears the father speak. It is the order that God has set. And so, as long as Adam remained undefiled, as long as Adam remained, you know, pure and uncorrupted, his thoughts were actually God-thinking. It was not him because it was the Spirit of God which was moving in this particular flesh, accomplishing. No wonder, when he opened his mouth, you will realize that the rays of God's love was going across the whole of the physical, the physical arena or the physical sphere. And because of that, righteousness dwelled in, in the Garden of Aden, whether you like it or not. You know, peace reigned in the Garden of Aden. Joy bubbled everywhere. Why? Because every time this man spoke, it was God speaking. It is the word of God that was coming forth, going left, center, and right. And that's why the lion had never thought that it could tear a lamb. In fact, imagine the huge lion playing with the sheep, playing the lamb. They are having a wonderful game together. Think of the snake, you know, the viper, and what have you. They did not have poison. There was no poison in that particular time because there was no death in that particular garden. As long as man the pure being man and woman they were invested with the spirit the pure spirit of god was flowing through their lips wherever they would look it was actually god looking and hence as he says he will come and visit in the cool of the day why it's because this is an extension of his spirit that he is in this particular garden so it's as if he comes to fellowship with himself that is human human being under the anointing of the grace that God was accomplishing in God was accomplishing in that particular garden. Basically, what it is telling us is that Aden was a physical manifestation of the kingdom of God. Because it was God's domain. That was the domain, the domain of the king. But realize the sad bit what the word of God says, tragedy struck and man got corrupted man and woman they got corrupted and why did they get corrupted because this came remember mary's words mary's words were let it be unto me according to your word let it be unto me according to your word and if you look at adam And the conversation that goes after the corruption, you realize the words that are basically coming out of Adam are simple simple and straight, that let it be unto me according to my will. Mm. It was no longer according to your will, but my will be done and not yours be done. And as a result, there had been a corruption of that original grace That original spirit that was the extension of God, it had gotten corrupted by the essence of where man enters into his metaphysical or whatever emotional and the mental area he touches into the evil, that which was contrary to the pure spirit of God. And as a result, corruption sets in. But realize at the very beginning when Jesus comes, Hebrews tells us, something about jesus as he comes hebrews chapter 10 verse 5 to verse hebrews chapter 10 verse 5 to verse 7. hear what he says he says some very interesting words because he says therefore when he comes into the world that is the lord jesus he said sacrifice and offering you did not desire but a body you have prepared me Mm -hmm. in burnt sacrifices and offerings of sin you had no pleasure then i say that is jesus said behold i come in the volume of the book it is written of me to do your will O god again the same word almost similar to what mary says let it be unto me according to your word realize that when john appears in the in, in the desert in the wilderness as he is talking about the son of god coming this season that we are celebrating remember the same words appear to be coming through it is the same thing that is coming through us john goes in the wilderness and jordan declaring to the people of israel he tells them prepare the way of the lord that is stand you know stand let the lord come don't stand in his way Prepare his way. He is to have a clear way. He is not to experience opposition. He is not to experience friction. As he moves, he reaches out to move. He says, make straight paths for him. That is, those are the words of John as he speaks to, to Israel. He tells him, your God is coming. Make straight paths for him. Let the crooked paths be made straight let the hills be brought down he is coming why because it's not according to us But according to his word, according to his will, he wants us to experience his kingdom. And what is his kingdom? Paul tells us in Romans chapter 14, I think verse 17, where he says that, you know, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. That is, the kingdom is manifested in righteousness. And that is where he comes in he plans comes to plant a new seed he planted that seed in the first Adam and the first Adam corrupted it now he comes in the second Adam who is our Lord Jesus Christ and that's what he tells us now here in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 5 to 7 where he says a body you have prepared me he prepared the Adam's body just like yours and mine we were born of men and women but we have been corrupted in one way and in and the other. We couldn't be able to maintain. We couldn't be able to hold that pure seed, that pure breath of God to operate in us as the Father desired. So he says, a body, he prepares for himself a body. And Mary comes in and says, all right, God, let that body grow in me. Let it be unto me according to your word. And I cry unto each one of us. There is great turmoil and great heaviness and great, you know, great, great distress across the whole nations, in our families and in our communities and all over. And unto me and unto you, the father is crying out and asking the same one question, who is going to be like this young lady? And grant that my seed, once again, my pure spirit, may find that free flow and free expression in him or her, in her mind, in her thought, in her mental, in her psych, in his or, or in his physical body, so that not your will, but my will be done. Haven't I said, My name is Emmanuel, as it speaks out across unto us, that I am God with you? And if I am to be God with you, only one will have his way. And that is, I am the one who is to have the way. I mean, there's no argument, there is no discussion in this particular matter. He knows best how we are to be aligned. And so why not give him the way and allow him to be able to lead us in, the, in, in, in his way everlasting in the name of Jesus Christ. So as we look at Jesus, we realize something. That God, you know, he is set yet once again to plant that particular seed. Because he is determined, just as Jesus says, that his name must be hallowed. As Jesus said, hallowed be your name. It is a determination that God has said in his heart. My name must be hallowed in the physical world, whatever the case might be. regardless of what the devil has tried to do or he has tried to imagine, he says, my name must be hallowed. And secondly, my kingdom must come. And my will must be done for the glory of his wondrous name. And those, what is he saying? He's saying that my righteousness must be fulfilled. My peace must be fulfilled. My joy must be fulfilled. I want you to realize something interesting. When you look even in the garden of Eden, would you know something in that garden? If you look strictly stri- stri- clearly in the word, you will discover something. There were no thorns. There was no the, the Bravo, the brabo, whatever this, this brabo plants with thorns or whatever, you were never there. There were no thorns at the beginning. Thorns come after, after the fall after the fall even the plants rebelled and decided to start bringing out thorns to make sure that you know you know everything got on to, into the defensive mood because everything now was to fend as if for itself up to the plant kingdom why because the word of god was no longer going forth from this particular creation i wanted to ask yourself my brother and my sister is my mouth there for the word of god to be able to come through again in this season is my thoughts and my thoughts on my mind? Is it there again for the word of God to be able to come and reside there, so that the thoughts can form? He says, as a man thinking, that was a woman thinking. So is he? So that as my word settles in the thoughts and in the brain, in the emotions of this man or this woman, in the psyche of this individual, then my way. And my will will be realized for the glory of my wonderful name remember he is love and as he settles there then our nature is changed even our very plans will again once again change and decide they will not harm us but rather they will be there for your enjoyment for the honor and for the glory of god God in the highest look at the animal kingdom all across it got into chaos because of that corruption Once again, there was killing. Um, For once, the the lion used to eat grass because the Bible says everything was eating the herbs and the fruits of the trees. There was no eating of flesh in that particular garden but suddenly when man fell, when no longer the word of God could come forth into the atmosphere, watch your words, watch your words, watch your thoughts, let it be unto me, says Mary, according to your word, don't be, don't be just being you know, careless with your words, don't be careless with your thoughts, let it be unto me, says Mary, according to your word, for you are the one through whom the pure spirit of the living God wants to manifest himself and to reveal himself in our generation for the glory of God. That healing word, that prophetic word, that word of comfort that word that brings restoration it is lying somewhere in my heart, in your heart, in his heart in her heart, but the father awaits because it's like he's locked right deep inside in our spirit man and is wondering how will I be able to release this particular word, he or she has received me as as lord and savior but he has covered me with his emotions, he has covered me with his mental and intellectual being, he has covered me with all of of his sight, he only believes that in his emotions and what have you, he no longer walks in my spirit. He is walking in his own imagination, not allowing my word to be able to break through, so that I may be able to fulfill my will and my purposes in his generation in his community in his family in his land for the glory of god mary tells us he lays the marker for you and for me that let it be unto me according to your word in the name of the lord jesus christ jesus comes and he makes the way meaning there is hope for you and there is hope for me as i say once again he is searching out To find that ready flesh, that ready heart. That he may be able to plant again that pure and defiled seed of his. It is like Mary read the script of her son long before he spoke these words. Because later on we find Jesus saying the words I've repeated them over and over again. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done it's as if mary read that script long before and even before his birth, she comes in and she says let it be unto me according to your word and my brother my sister may we echo those particular words of this dear handmaiden of the lord these words continue reverberating throughout all the generations let it be to me according to your word it may be painful sometimes it may leave us without understanding sometimes. But all oh, that will be able to declare, let it be unto me according to your word. In the name of Jesus Christ. Maybe if you have lost something precious. But I want, let us once again, the Father Christ speaks unto us and says, are we willing to speak unto him and tell him, let it be unto me according to your word. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ you know where you stand I know where I stand we know where hope community stands may we will that his will be done in us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ Father we give you glory we give you honor and we give you praise your word comes unto us shall we be able to say Just like this handmaiden said unto you, let it be unto me according to your word. I pray you may touch our hearts this afternoon. I pray that you may touch our minds. I pray for a fresh visitation of God in each one of our individual lives. For Father, dear Lord God, a fresh visitation awaits us. Even a fresh visitation of your spirit. But are we willing to allow you to have your way and not our way? Touch us, Father. Transform us. And may your name be glorified in Jesus.